We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs... Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thursday, Lori and Julia's show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We are sitting at $1,125 here on the Lori and Julia show uh, as we raise money for uh, Bahamas Strong and the Miami Diaper Bank get together to help those folks in the Bahamas who is dev- were devastated by Hurricane Dorian. Uh, so now when we get to uh, all these dollars, up to $1,500 being matched by David Lozinski at First Equity Mortgage. So we're not that far away. We're at $1,135. But let's say this, even when we get to 1500 and David matches that, that doesn't mean we stop. We p- Please keep giving after that. That would be nice. Yes, that would be yes. very, very we've, nice. We've raised $14,735 so far. We really appreciate everybody um, donating. It's just so cool how we all come together um, to do this. I haven't had time to donate myself yet, but I will. And um, thank you, thank you to all of our matching sponsors throughout the day. And um, we're just really happy that we can do something. I think everyone feels good because you feel hopeless when you see the images. Yeah. And this just has a direct purpose to, you know, the babies. Oh, yeah. And your donation yeah. means so, yes, it so really much. It does. Okay. So, um, you guys. Yes. Big, big, big day. Oh. And we've posted it. Lizzo has made it on the cover of Elle Magazine October issue. And um, the cover says something like, I've got juice, and I'm going to, what does it say? The soul and the juice. And inside in the interview, she talks about, um, they're going to have three different covers with musicians on them, and she's on one of them. So we've posted all the um, photos. She, it's really... I know she's been working hard for years and years and years, and people think she just made it. She's like, no, no. I've, no. Been, I've been doing this for a really long, long time. time. Yeah. But just in the last year and a half or so since we've really gotten to know her, um, it's really fun watching someone with such a bright spirit rise so high. Yeah, yeah well, that, yeah. she's her song's number one. I mean, it really is cool, don't you think? Well, yeah, and then think about her song, Truth Hurts. That's a song that's at least two years old. So then it got re-exposed again earlier mm-hmm. this year, and now it's number one on the chart. So overnight success doesn't exist. 
Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't. And I'm so glad that Lizzo is seeing uh, success with all the hard work. I know. So here's a little bit on her interview in Elle magazine. She talks about her early days of music in Minnesota. She says she misses them, not just when Prince was physically with us, but how it felt to be young and be excited about life and mm-hmm. music and not mm-hmm. knowing what was happening and being scared and working hard mm-hmm. and um, not having money. There's a spirit of adventure um, that she took away from that. And I think we all realize that when there is some different times in your life that are really exciting, not knowing what's going to be next. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's the future. You can make it whatever you want to be. Namaste. Yes, really. That was a, <laughs> that was a namaste that was, moment by Holly. Thank you. Wow. Thank very you much. very much. Take that one to the bank. We will. On inspiration for a song. That deserves a gong. Right Thank there. you, Donnie. Wow. Thank you for that. Big time. Um, on inspiration for a song, she says, my songs feel happy, but they come from a sad or frustrated place. My songs are always the silver lining or the somewhere over the rainbow moments, especially is true of Soulmate, Truth Hurts, and Cry Baby. All three she wrote or recorded or record, recorded through tears. Yeah. Those songs are actually antidotes. They feel like real stories and real moment. And uh, pull this car over, babe. And that's something that happened to me. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. That happened to me. Old man, old me used to love a Gemini. That happened. I like that. So she's writing from her real life experiences, Mm -hmm. which is so much oftentimes a rich material resource, those real life heartbreaks. But she does. She does change them into inspiration, happiness, like moving forward. And it's like, yeah, we all have crap moments in our lives, but we can still celebrate ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was. Was this an author that we talked to, Donnie, um, recently that said they wanted to write books for children and they want to help children Ooh. with their self-worth huh was that an individual uh, conversation i had with somebody i have no idea sure i don't know if that was from a show or whatever but she yeah. talks about um she really takes self-love seriously and i think this is um no matter who you are we all go through periods where we're not our biggest fans yes yeah. we don't like ourselves no. mm-hmm. yeah. and and she said and i take it seriously seriously this is still lizzo talking about this um because when she was younger she wanted to change absolutely everything about herself Mm. i didn't love who i was and the reason i didn't love who i was is because i was told i wasn't lovable by the media by the people at school by not seeing myself in beauty ads by not seeing myself on television or my lack of representation for people like me my self-hatred got so bad at one point i was fantasizing about being other people but you can't live your life trying to be someone else Mm. what's the point and i think Mm. boy when we all have those dark moments when you're like oh yeah i'm sick of me i wish i could change this this and this Mm -hmm. i think with age and experience and wisdom but it would be so great to know this stuff yeah yes well yes isn't that what? the truth julia well, i mean it's it. so you nice. wasted on the young I there think is the give yourself a gun honey for that I, one I too gun, yeah. well, i didn't make that up i, I know you did it's not but original but yes I know, well it's not original but i think that <laughs> there is wasted on the young yeah. that there's a reason why that is an idiom or whatever you want to call it is because it's true because when you're certain ages you're more susceptible to what people have to say you give a way your own self-authority to you just uh, want to be like everybody else you want to be like everybody else or you have you give undue weight 
to the opinions of others that you think maybe are in a yes, position of authority yes. or, or in a position of power. And you give that away because that's kind of what you're taught to do to a certain degree when it's, you're that age. And even so, if you're I'm not sorry. taught, sorry, Danny, no, I don't right. know that it's always taught. Well, I think in like a macro level, even oh. like think about, you know, respect your elders or you might get a you might get a piece of feedback from somebody that you've been taught to respect and that piece of feedback is not actually good and it, mm-hmm. it's negative and bad and you internalize that it's just like that kind of stuff where i think it's like you know she says by people at school and then you're seeing that macro level uh, in the media you're not seeing yourself represented but you know now we see lizzo on the cover of l magazine looking fabulous beautiful and speaking these good words i want the gene um granny panties that with the tie up that she was sporting when she was singing on um what was she just on uh Today? Oh, it was at a concert. She has these jeans, like denim underpants. Janties? They're janties. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And they've got a drawstring jean thing right up the front. They're so cute. And I'm like, gosh. You're going to be wearing those to the grocery store? Not, no. not no? necessarily, but I thought they would be fun for something else. Uh, oh. Has, they have a nice tie in the front. Oh, I thought they were very you. cute. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, everybody, we will be right back. We've got random thoughts coming up. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Yes, that is all it is. Okay, so this is um, something that I... I'm curious about, I don't know how much I want to watch it, the Brady Bunch um, renovation project that they were working on. All the original six um, kids were working along with HGTV people. Now, here's who they get to work with, because I do like who they're being paired with. Jonathan and Drew Scott, you know, the Property Brothers. Yeah. Good Bones, Mina Starsek and Kearney Lane. Flea Market Flips, a lot of Spencer is going to be part of it. Restored by the Fords, who are siblings, who are, this is my, one of my favorite shows, Leanne and Steve Ford, and then Hidden Potentials, Jasmine Roth. So each of the six children, are, which are adults now, are <laughs> yes. matched with an individual team. And I don't get why they want to restore it back to the original concept but let's listen to the new theme song it's very cute we've posted it so it takes the brady bunch six different screens of the kids and then it matches on the outer screen it has all the hgtv people so it's clever here's the story of a tv family who we all thought lived inside this famous home but the real house we all remember was not at all as shown for this house okay yeah. and um it's you know it looks very 1970s on oh, yeah. the outside oh, yes. yeah. and they purchased charm. it for 3.5 million dollars and they were in a bidding war up against lance bass from yep. insane i yep. didn't win i know it. Yeah. and so 
so what they've done is they've added a couple hundred thousand dollar facelift to the back of the house. So they added an upstairs. They added um, some more space in the back of the house. The front will remain the same. I just, and they say each designer is paired with a Brady sibling and given a room in the house to transform using the former child star's memories of the set and the designer's professional expertise. Now, I used to rake my dad's rust colored royal blue and brown speckled carpet. Yum. The shag arama. I raked it. I washed the amber window inserts Mm -hmm. on the upper windows. Mm -hmm. Did you have shiny wallpaper on the inside of the house? My dad didn't, but my mother did. I shiny wallpaper's back in though. So I would like that. I just I think there are some things that just, you know, we had the avocado Oh, appliances. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, it was a uh, we had color. the golden. How could you and the not? Golden, yes. And the almond. Yes. Yep. I mean, those were the colors. Yes, a little burnt orange avocado yeah. sprinkled on the rug, the a little speckled mirror wall. I know. So I'm just wondering, and the, you know, and a lot of the stuff is coming back. The macrame hanging the plants. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I am all in right now with the clothes because I. Went shopping last night. Oh, and the '80s clothes. It's so my look is coming back. Prep, 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 preppy. Oh, you want sweater yeah. vests, um, jackets, red. I just love the preppy look. So I'm so excited about the clothes that are coming back in. You know, I like a button down. I like a blazer. You know, woo woo. But with the, I wonder what they're gonna do here. They're going to make it. Well, this is going to be, I think the idea is, so the house in Studio City was just the exterior of the Brady Bunch house. So they are demolishing it and making it look like the actual interior of the Brady Bunch house. That's ugly. Who wants that paneling? (laughs) And I think, somebody will live there. I know, but. And probably turn around and sell it for a profit. Yeah. Or they're going to, I know that at at the very least, there's some kind of contest going on over at HGTV where you can enter to win a week's stay in the house. It'll be a VBRO. That's a great idea. They'll VBRO it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because think of the nostalgia of having a party. I hope they have the pool still in the backyard. Um, Did they have a pool in the backyard? I feel like they threw the football around the pool. I I might be. They at the very least have AstroTurf in the backyard, not real grass. (laughs) It's not. I just don't know what's going to happen with it, so I thought that was kind of funny. It was, yes. We want to say happy birthday to our friend Bob Newhart. He's 90. He turned 90 today. Happy birthday, Bob. I know it. It is National Cheese Pizza Day. Yes. That's my favorite kind. Really? Cheese? Yeah. I like a good, yeah. Sometimes I just want a good old fashioned cheese. Carbonis pizza. is good. Uh, Carbonis is good. Mm-hmm. Yes, gotta I have be a one New York, in my neighborhood. New York slice of pizza though they can fold in half. Oh, oh no, yeah. I like it crunchy. I've got, well, yeah, there's <laughs> a place in Stillwater called the Vittorios that and it's oh, run gosh, by a that's New York old guy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I remember going in there and ordering the pizza and we because I grew up in New York and we were going back and forth. Oh, you Giants fan? I said, yeah, I was a Giants fan. And he said, you know what? You know what? I, I, I couldn't believe the first time I saw it in Minnesota. They're they're eating pizza with a knife and fork. What is that all about? (laughs) Well, I agree with that. I agree. Pizza needs to be able to, unless it's deep dish like Green Mill or something, you need to be able to pick it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. 
And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That up. Yeah. But I like I like the corners. Oh, you want I like the, the, cr- the crunch. Oh, the crust? You want I like the crust. square oh. you like the Minnesota square pieces of pizza, so you can just get the, get the cris- corners, the, the crispy corners, like it's kind of funny. Who fights over the corners? You know, I like really? the corners and the edges. I like the crust. Okay. You got to find someone who likes the inside, and then you like yeah. the outside, and then yeah. you complement each other with your pizza tastes. It's funny because I I do like the outside. Okay, now mark your calendar. Oh, okay. Fourteen days to talk like a pirate day. Only arr, I know why. Dems that do and dems that don't. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. I know I like that. All right, I got another Wait, one. Mark your calendar. Mark your calendars, people. I am right, I'm coming in full costume. Okay. As a All right. No, here's you know, have you guys been having weird wench? dreams? I have been having weird dreams. Really? Where was I that I got a pirate costume? <laughs> no, this was just last night's dream. I have been having Are you the sure that weirdest... was a dream? All right. I'm marking this September nineteenth. Julia well, is the Halloween going to stores dress are open. like a. Pi- I know. I oh. have everything to be a pirate. Oh, you do. Well, then yes. we're going to hold you to it, maybe. I, I have it all. Okay, or so it's Davy Jones Locker for you. There you go. I want to give a shout out <laughs> to Walmart, and this doesn't oh. happen often, but oh, they wow, okay. have stepped up, and they um, have decided they are the nation's largest retailer. They are. They have previously stopped selling handguns. Yeah. They will now stop selling handgun ammunition. One, I think one in five um, handgun bullets was sold at Walmart. I mean, this is mm. like, they're 20% of the ammunition business, mm-hmm. and this will take them way down. But I love that the CEO, Doug McMillan, is standing behind it because they have so many scares at Walmarts. They've told people. Well, they in, just had that happen. I, of course they yeah. did, but they continued always. This has been ongoing in the carry and not conceal states. They yep. You can't bring your yes. guns in anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't right. want that anymore. He has written a letter to the White House to have stronger background checks and just put the damn bill through. Um and he is very, I just love it that, you know, people are mad. Some people are really mad at him and some people are really happy. But I think Walmart did the right thing. Dick's Sporting Good did this yeah, um, and, uh, a year ago, two years ago. Uh, yep. Supermarket Kroger, chain, Kroger's, which Kroger's, isn't around here, but right, Kroger's more did Michigan the same thing. and yeah. that area. Steps so, in the right direction. I think it's awesome. So yeah. hats off to Walmart. All um, right. And then finally... Donnie posted this already a couple days ago, and I know I'm late to this party, but a bride's sister got to wear whatever she wanted for a bridesmaid dress, and she picked a T-Rex costume. That is how you do it, sister. And her oh, sister, I, and she I, ran I, it by her sister, and her sister thought it was hilarious. I Go loved for it. it. I, yeah. I think it's hysterical. It's so funny. $50. She said, my sister told me to pick something I'd wear again. I, my sister can do this anytime. Isn't that yeah, we funny? We welcome that. Yes. I love it. Ray 
for Hollywood. Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune is with us to talk movies, theater, and everything else that's going on. But first, we want to let people know, thank you for your generous donations today. We're continuing our efforts to help out the um, folks affected by the Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas. And we are working with the Miami Diaper um Miami Bank. Diaper, diaper Bank. Bank. I yep. was going to say Diaper Drive, but we're the Diaper Drive. Yes, we are. And um, helping get diapers and wet ones, wipes and everything to people who need them. And we are up to 1275 for our show. We know that David from First Equity is going to match all donations up to $1,500. That's right. And so we're very close where your funds are going to be matched. But if we go over, great, great, great. And everything helps. We don't want to stop there. So if you want to help out $10, $20, $50, whatever it is, you can just go to my talk keyword diaper and then you'll click on donate and then you'll scroll down to Lori and Julia to make sure you're getting matched yes up to when that ends so mm-hmm. that is available to you now so thank you everyone for your help and Chris hi Chris hi hi what's happening at the movies honey you saw this scary movie oh I did me too it's, <laughs> it's chapter two yeah I'll be anxious to hear what you thought Don I okay. thought parts of it really worked but it's way too long it's almost three hours long oh for and this what is, is this new trend? And this is a chapter two. So me, this is the second part of a film series, and the second part is almost three hours long. Yes, and admittedly, it's based on a book that's almost twelve hundred pages long. So there's a lot of ground to cover. But to me, it feels very. You know, there are these seven ish main characters who we have. Plus, we have the childhood versions of the seven main characters. So in a way, that's 14 characters. And then there are other people, too. And each of them gets kind of their own little journey where they battle some evil force. And then we come back to the group and then somebody else goes off. It is to me, it felt very much like the structure of a video game where like you complete a level and then you go to the next level. But it doesn't really feel like it's building to a... Oh, that sounds absolutely. And then you finally get to the boss level, which is Pennywise. No, that is so horrible. Yes. And the the end of the movie, which is where all of them do regroup and battle Pennywise, I think does kind of work because it has that kind of a build. But I don't know. I thought parts of it worked, and I really think Bill Hader is fantastic in it. But I just don't think the movie as a whole works. What did you think, Don? I'm with you on that, uh, Chris. I I gave it a B-. minus. That's probably um, where I am, too. Yeah. Uh, here's the one thing that, first of all, 2049 minutes was simply ridiculous, in my opinion. That movie did not need to be that long. It it's it really dragged in spots. And it has, like, five endings. Uh, yes. You think, oh, it's over. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's over. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> and I think what bothered me a little bit is they, they spent so much time doing the flashback to the kids. It In my mind, Chris, it's as if they were trying to make it easier for the people who hadn't seen the first one yeah i you think know, you're right here's what you missed so we'll bring you up to speed while the rest of us are going oh come on we know all this already well and the weird thing about those those flashbacks with those kids who in some instances instances are facing sort of new perils related to the ones we already saw we know those kids are going to survive because we've just met them as adults. Right. So, like, there's no really, there's nothing at there's stake no in these scenes because we already know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And the movie wastes, like, about, I don't know, maybe an hour on that. Do you stuff. think people will go to it anyway? Oh, sure. Yeah. The original yeah. was a big, big hit, and I think people are excited to Is see how it ends. Is this the clown one? Is it what? Is this the one with the clown? Yes. Yep, Pennywise. Pennywise the we all float. 
time. That just sounds awful. Yeah. And I will say that, uh, you know, Bill Skarsgård is, even though you don't see his real face, but I, I think, Chris, he's so good as Pennywise. He's really good, although yeah. I also wanted more of him. He kind of vanishes for big yeah, chunks of the movie. Yeah, he does. He does, yeah. And I thought some of the uh, special effects, some of the... the All right, this the, is enough. The monsters, a little cheesy looking. All right, we're done. How yeah. many stars for It Chapter 2, Chris? I, I, he gave it two. Two for two? me. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. All right, how many for mm-hmm. you, Donnie? Uh, he two. said B minus, yeah, so it's a I two for it him, two. too. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Okay, moving on. Pennywise just... isn't going to live under no. the desk, Julia. We're going <laughs> like to move on to something I was also really hoping I would like it because I had a great headline idea. Oh, tell me what it was going to be. It still moves. But I didn't get to use it. Uh, oh. Damn. Do you write your own headlines sometimes? <laughs> I suggest a headline, and sometimes yeah. they go with it, and sometimes they don't. Okay. That's got to be kind of fun when you see the headline. Yeah, if I do paper. a good one. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes I think I have a great one, and then you don't use it, and I'm like, what the heck? That was such a good one. Right. I was so much smarter than you guys. Okay, Ready or <laughs> Not is another movie. It's a mystery thriller. It's rated R. I have no clue what it's about, but you've seen this. It's another horror movie. Uh, What's the horror in it? Well, it's a little bit like Get Out in that there is a person who, gosh, I don't want to give away too much, but a person who is lured into a situation where she thinks it's going to be fun and benign and it turns out that she's essentially a human sacrifice. But the woman uh, who's an Australian actor named Samara Weaving, who plays the main character, is fantastic. Like, it's one of those performances that completely transcends the fact that... Oh, really? I mean, not that you can't give a good performance in a horror movie. You obviously can. Bill Hader does this week. But she's really, really good in this movie in a way that... We haven't seen her in much stuff, so she gets to be kind of completely surprising and... We don't really know because she's not a big star. Is she going to make it? Right. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really, really clever, and it has a sense of humor. It's a really clever horror movie that kind of got dumped into theaters and hasn't really. Gotten... I didn't even know what it was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this... it, it looks like it would be kind of good. I mean, it, the Get Out thing was so good. I can handle that kind of scare. And it's not gory. No, it's right. I can handle that. Than... Yeah, well, I think that's kind of fun. The one that kind of has the most dangerous game vibe to it, too, does it? Yeah, too, a little yeah. bit of that, of hunting other people. Although, wait, are you thinking of the one with Hillary Swank, The Hunt? No, I was just thinking pulled? about the book. You yeah, know, there is a little day, bit of that yeah, element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, the, the, nobody have, have people gone to see this movie? I think it's doing okay, but it came out, those last two weeks of August are kind of like a dead zone for movies anyway, because everybody's going it's, to the cabin or whatever. Exactly. And it came out in that period, so I think right. it kind of got a little bit shoved aside. You know what I saw? The Peanut Butter Falcon. I have not seen that. <gasps> and people seem to be loving it and saying it's heartwarming. And It's just delightful. Huh. You need to see it. Okay, I will. It's really good. I, I you would love it. I and I want to root for Shia LaBeouf. And you do. Okay. And Dakota Johnson. Oh, right, I forgot she was on it. She's, she, <laughs> the screen likes her. Oh yeah, I think oh, yeah. she's terrific. Actually, I mean, she I, got stuck in those terrible movies. She did, but, but she was no. the best part of them. Totally. Yeah, she's she's good. Okay, so good. well that and his abs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jamie Dornan's abs were an excellent co-star. They yeah. actually in the car. The cars and the clothes. And I his digital like hair, right? I kind of okay. liked all that. His hair was digital? Yeah. You I know, know, that, know that. that hair oh, on that Jamie hair. Dornan's oh. body was digital. The happy trail. The happy gotcha. trail, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, Who doesn't how do you have do a digital happy trail? hair on somebody's head? <laughs> Who doesn't uh, love it? Okay, so Good yeah. Boys. That is this movie that's basically kind of a junior high super bad. It's these three kids who are, I think, 12. I'm, don't Sixth quote me grade. on that. 
sixth mm-hmm. grade, so maybe eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was played by the kid from the room, Jacob Tremblay, who was fantastic in that movie. He was nominated for an Oscar, I think. Yes, he was. And he's also really we funny. We talked to him. He's darling. He's darling in this mm-hmm. movie too. He's really funny, and actually, it's kind of you know all these terrible things happen. They get sort of tangentially involved with nudity and drugs and lawlessness. Well, they're little kids with bad mouths. They have bad mouths, but what's actually appealing about the movie is these three kids are so innocent and like they don't know what's going on around them, mm-hmm. and they're they're constantly misinterpreting the things that they see. So it also has kind of a weirdly nostalgic, almost what's that? Steve, stand by me. It has a little bit of a stand by me vibe mixed mm-hmm. in with the super bad vibe. I guess it's stand by me made super bad. So I would recommend it. I like both of those movies that it's like, and I like this one too. And the kids are terrific. I think that sounds so good. I want to go see that. It's fun. It's raunchy, but it's fun. Well, right. Right. It's kids. It's an R-rated movie with sixth grade kids with bad mouths. Yeah, which is probably kind of a weird marketing challenge Uh because it looks like a movie for kids. It's not Mm -hmm. a movie for kids. But like, do adults want to go see movies about 11-year-olds? Right. Well, they showed it as a preview and everyone in our group wanted to go. They did? Okay. Yeah. You know, I saw it in a preview of a regular movie, but you know, it was, it just looks... (laughs) Looks like fun. Okay, so the marketing department must have done their. I think done the I work. think they did a good job. <laughs> good. Isn't it all in the? How marketing? many stars for Good Boys? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we want you to do a little Hollywood speaking with us and talk about movies that are coming up that you are excited about. Okay. All right, we're with Chris Hewitt. We're talking movies. This is my talk one hundred seven one dot com. I just want to let people know that we are collecting money. Right now for Hurricane Dorian, our, we are at $1,310, getting close to our match of $1,500. So get in really quick if you want to see your do- dollars um, go further. And also we're just taking donations till the end of our show. We still have a lot of time left and whatever you can do, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, go to my talk keyword diaper. We'll be right back. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? We're on. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We were talking so much. I'm like, That's okay, right. everybody, we're on. We're on. Yes, got a lot of things to discuss. Chris At Hewitt is swearing. Chris Hewitt is with us. Um, we're talking everything, movies and entertainment, and just letting people know. Thank you for your donations. We're up to thirteen hundred and ten dollars. Yes, let's my keep t- it going. My tuck keyword diaper. diaper. Thank you. Even Chris, even yes. So just go to my talk keyword diaper. Go and donate. Be sure that you donate to Team Lori and Julia because we still have a little ways to go to meet David from First Equity's matching fifteen hundred dollar donation. So that means every donation that you make up to fifteen hundred dollars will be doubled. But of course, we will accept any dollar amount past $1,500 because it's going directly to the Miami Diaper Bank. They're going to be able to get diapers on the ground in the Bahamas, and we thank them for allowing us to be generous with them. Thank you, Dolly. All right, so what else is interesting to you? And all right, so maybe you saw the movie Downton Abbey that we can't talk about, but you saw the movie, and we can't talk about how you felt about the movie. But we but can confirm s- that you, you saw it. Or can I'm we just not? Gonna, here's well, one, really yeah, here's yeah. My, one of my wishes. Because <laughs> this one, I know, because I, I did hear Jason talking about it on his show the other day, that he can't say a word. And I know, mm. Chris, you're in the same boat. You can't say a word, really, about it. But based on my thoughts about both, neither of you guys saying a word, I think 
it's going to be enjoyable. I am eager to see it again. So that might tell you something. I am so excited. What's <laughs> September 27th? Is this September 27th? No, 20th. Oh, 20th. Earlier than that. Oh, we need that good movie. We need a good movie. Well, no. it's just nice that the fact that there is an adult drama that's going to be out in theaters that you can go and actively watch is refreshing. Just even the idea of that movie being out in theaters. Yeah. And we were just, I mean, the thing we're talking about off the air is we're about to get a lot of them. I mean, this is the season of them. Yes. That Brad Pitt astronaut movie, Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, which I interviewed the director for. And that made me really excited about. Tell us about that. Her take on it is really interesting. Well, actually Mr. Rogers is not the main character in that movie, which I think is maybe a surprise from seeing the trailer. Yeah. It's the Matthew Reese character who is a journalist who's having a tough time. And, and, and it's about his transformation. He interviews Mr. Mm-hmm. Rogers and Mr. Rogers helps him essentially become a better man. Anyway, I, I'm looking yeah, forward to that one a lot. That looks so good. Judy Garland movie. Judy looks good. They were just setting up a screening of that today. When is it? I mean, it could be a train wreck they haven't no, decided on the I date. think it's going to be good. But I hope it's good, and I mean, I mean, I think she looks pretty good in it. The trailer's fun, trailer's- and I just like the idea of a movie about Judy Garland that doesn't end with her dying in right. a, a heap. You know, when we've like done all these upbeat. men, these stories about these men lately, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, we had Elton mm. John, we need a Judy. <laughs> and there's, a, I mean, this isn't exactly in the same camp, but it's a biopic. There's also a Harriet Tubman movie coming this fall, which I'm excited to see. Cynthia Arrivo. There's been a little bit of buzz about that, hasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about time we had a movie about Harriet Tubman for one thing. Hello. Right. And Julia, you were going to ask Chris about that um, Adam Sandler movie that's getting 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, here's what I... No, it it debuted at... (laughs) Venice. Venice. um, The Adam Sandler... Maybe it was Telluride. It was Telluride. It was Telluride. Sorry. Um, And um, it's called Unsomething Gem. Uncut? Jeff? Uncut Gem. It's a movie. Here's what I want to know. Okay, so here you are. You're a movie critic. You're a theater critic. You're a ice skating critic. <laughs> I mean, you are multifaceted. I know everything. You're in books. I mean, yeah. And you read and you know everything that's going on. Do you think at some point you'll be doing Netflix movie reviews? Oh, I think. Have I done that already? I oh, mean, that horrible Roma movie that you love. Technically, loved. Oh, a that Roma. Movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna spray off the driveway and clean it up again. Oh, here comes the dogs peeing again. Let's spray it off. <laughs> so <laughs> you might have a chance to do some more Daddy? dog pee movies. Yeah. I like you. Wow, do. that's a whole genre in and of itself, <laughs> My right favorite. there. Yeah. I mean, Donnie, no, you never even went back and watched the second half. Not really. No, and he wouldn't own it. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, and no. he took you 20 years to get even watch it. Yeah, because you got to block out the time to watch That's it. That's right. Who's got time to watch it? I right. just go out and water my grass and get enough. <laughs> well, this Adam Sandler movie is 135 minutes, so it's over two hours, uncut gems. I will for sure watch that movie because the people who directed it are the same guys who made the last Robert Pattinson movie where mm-hmm. he was kind of a, he gets out of jail, he's kind of a down and out guy. Oh, in New York City. That movie is fantastic uh so what was i'm that called? good time right yeah so and it, okay. it was not a, i mean the title was a little bit ironic but yeah it's a really good movie and robert pattinson was fantastic in it so i'd be very intrigued to see what they do with adam sandler who i am willing to believe is a good actor i like him 
I don't know if I like him. I mean, he made so many bad movies for a while there that I, I think know, I, I kind of soured on him. I give him. people a pass. All right. Well, Whoa. you didn't see all of those bad movies either, Whoa. so it's easier to give them a little I Jack and Jill, am I right, Chris? I, I like to give people <laughs> yes. a pass. Just give them a pass. Uh, well, you know, uh, but the, I'm super excited about this new Noah Baumbach movie we were just talking about with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, and I'm pretty sure that's a Netflix joint, so I bet I'll end up writing about that. Yeah, it's marriage, right? Marriage. Marriage. Marriage story? Yeah, marriage story. Marriage story, yeah. Yeah, that's coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, those things are See, bleeding together. And probably at some are, point it's going to be like, I don't remember really what's a Paramount movie and what's a Columbia movie. I mean, maybe eventually it'll be that where they'll just sort of all be a big stew. I wish Netflix would cave a little bit on the movie. Putting it in a theater. Thing. Yes. Because like this Martin Scorsese movie, right. pretty clearly that belongs in a movie theater. Yeah. And they're going to have to figure I, out some What is it? The Irish happen. Times? Or the what Irishman. Irishman. Yeah. And I mean, it cost a ton of money, so oh. it seems like they could actually make a little money if they right. stuck in theaters, too. So, I don't know. We'll see. I think they're still figuring out how that all is going to shake out. How okay, what about this um, this bombshell that Nicole Kidman's in about Gretchen Carlson? Is that coming out at Christmas? Uh, it know? is around Christmas time. Yeah, it's a holiday movie. I can't, it's sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, that's a great trailer. The or teaser oh. trailer, I guess, which with the three of them. Cameron, the what's her name? Charlize Theron as Megan Fox. Unbelievable transformation. Yeah, and you know, I kept looking at it, it, trying to figure out what they even did. The nose. I sure, mean, yeah. But is that all? Because it looks like so much more It, than it that. does. She it, looks yeah. identical. It looks like they've done digital manipulation. Because I, I was kind of like, like what they're doing in The Irishman, where they're unaging Robert De Niro yeah. and all these guys. It looks like they're going in digitally and kind of manipulating her face to make her look like Megyn Kelly. Because you're like, wait, wait a second. When you I don't that want trailer. them to manipulate, to n- manipulate it digitally. Well, I don't think they, they did. That feels fake to me. We haven't heard anything about that anyway, and maybe we will because there's a while before the movie comes out. Yeah. But I think it's hard to do that for the entire length of a movie. Yeah, well, that's why The Irishman is so long and it costs so much money because they've done all of that digital manipulation to their faces in order to make Robert De Niro younger. They've gone back and unaged him. And but can't you do that, that with makeup? Look- you can, but. Are they cheating now with computers and putting makeup on us out of jobs? Everybody's face (laughs) on everything is touched up at least a little bit for vanity's sake. Digitally, through computers. Like, that's kind of the way things are. TV, film does it. They don't want you to know. How come no one touches up our damn pictures? We're just looking well, to get pictures. Yeah, I'm. Thank you. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. I feel like really? the politic answer would be because they don't need to be touched it, up. Uh, oh. Thank you. Oh, Chris, Chris. you're so that lovely. Was, That's that why lovely. we love you. I really do. Do you do you feel like there's a a hole? You know, for a while I was always complaining that there aren't any rom coms out there. Do you feel like there's a hole in the movie industry right now of some movies we need to see more of and some we need to see less of besides Marvel? I mean, that's the main one that I would say I would like to see a lot less of ah. the superhero movies. And, you know, again, as we said, it's fall. We're not going to get them for the most part. Uh, rom-coms, I do worry, are going to just be ghettoized to Netflix. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is too bad because they, I mean, obviously we have plenty of evidence that they can work in theaters. But, I don't know, they seem, I guess, smaller and they figure the visual element isn't as important in them, which I would disagree. I mean, I want everything to be in theaters, so... Um, but yeah, just, that's that's definitely one that I would like to see more of. So when you're sitting at home watching a Netflix movie versus going to movie theater, is it just completely just not? I mean, because you're you love the theater. 
Yeah, I mean, I even when I'm doing that, I guess I try to duplicate the experience. Like, I don't put it on pause and come back later or watch it in two shifts or whatever. Make the room dark. Make some popcorn. Have your nibs. I never have popcorn. I might have a nib or two. But, <laughs> yeah, I want to, because I want to kind of surrender to the movie, even if it's just in my living room or whatever. And I do think it's harder to do that with Netflix, but... Oh, you know, another genre that I would like to see more Please of, tell that me. we are going to be getting more Please. of is the political thriller. I'm like a sucker for those 70s conspiracy oh, thriller type oh, movies. Which yeah. one are we getting? There are a couple of them coming. There's one called The Report, which again stars Adam Driver. It was a big, big, big hit at Sundance, and it has to do with the CIA after 9-11. Oh, uh, which I'm very intrigued by. And there's this movie, The Laundromat. <gasps> that looks so good with, with Meryl, Meryl Streep. I think that maybe is more comic than the kinds of movies I'm talking about. Because it's money laundering but... in New York City and she finds out about it. Yeah, her. I think her pension is gambled away or something and she tries to get at the bottom of it. That looks fun and it's by Steven Soderbergh who's made quite a few political thrillers. Right. So I know he can... I do like those. I'm Yeah, I really like those a lot. So I'm hoping we'll get some more of those, and it looks like we might be in. Oh, Kira Knightley's in one, too, that I can't remember the title of it. It actually has a very bad title, because it sounds like a million other movies. But um, she also has one coming up. So I love her. So the genre is alive and well. It is. It good. seems to be. And I feel like it was dormant for a while. So this seems like a good sign to me that they're coming back. Excellent. I love Kira Knightley. Yes, she's great. Uh, Kira Knightley is a f- official secret. Yes. That's oh, it. Yes. Not a good she's title. She's a whistleblower. <laughs> Generic. Oh, it sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Chris. Thank you. We thanks, love Chris. it having you here. All right, stay with us. When we come back, we've got uh, updates on many, many stories that we've been following for the last few days. Thanks for hanging out with us again. If you want to donate, we still have matching dollars. So your dollars are going double as far. Um, go to my talk keyword diaper. We'll be right back.